Core Coaching Raw, a podcast dedicated to helping you become inspired and encouraged to achieve more in your career and life. Join me as I interview high-achieving professionals from around the world while helping them to fully step into their greatest life potential. I'm your host, Kevin Pedry from Core Coaching Academy. Welcome to Core Coaching Raw. I have my friend Gail with us today, and I am really excited. Many of you know this is a project I absolutely love doing, and I'm really excited about uh, sharing my friend Gail with you today, and we're going to really work towards, um, hopefully, having a massive change in thinking. Something big is happening for you in 2021, and today we're going to make that invitation to the world. So before we start, Gail, I'd love to introduce you and just give us a little bit of a background about what you do and kind of your mission in life. Sure. Well, thank you for having me. It's certainly a pleasure to be here. Um, I am um, a organizing professional specializing in space utilization and lifestyle strategies. Uh, I consider myself an action and accountability coach, so I'm familiar with coaching, but I'm excited to be here to, you know, participate in whatever's about to happen. I, I do admit, I, I feel like I'm in the hot seat, a little bit nervous, but you are. happy to help out. Um, <laughs> but it's interesting. I, you know, I think it's good for coaches to work with other coaches because they get a sense of what their clients feel like and mm. so I'm just curious to see where it goes um, and hopefully helping me have some breakthroughs in my business and being able to, to reach out to people and continue to serve and do what I do so love it yeah it's wonderful and yeah we've had several conversations and I'm I'm really looking forward to it and I love what you're doing in the world and yeah so without further ado let's just jump in let's have some fun yeah let's do it let's right. do it so what is the big vision what are you looking to achieve you know, the next year, three years, six years, what, what's the big, what's the big dream for you? <laughs> you know what? It's, it's interesting. I, I'm certainly a next step thinker. Next step, I'm talking like those three year, five year, 10 year plans, but I've recognized that even in my own journey, I need to take a step back and focus on the next step. Um, the big picture feels like a giant elephant. And if I've learned anything that uh, the best way to eat an elephant's one bite at a time. <laughs> so I'm trying to focus on like just this year and even more so maybe just this month. Um, but I really am, you know, looking to, to finally break out with the business. I've been in business, I mean, technically business for almost five years years on and off and it's been an uphill battle and good god if it hasn't had its challenges um but i'm still here fighting the good fight and um and so my goal for this year is you know i feel like last year was all about um uh, research and development and, and really being able to grow into what I want to be doing. And so I'm moving into that next stage of actually doing it. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I feel like that's what I'm looking for this year is just to figure out how to get out in front of people and to be able to serve and to be able to make a difference and to be able to grow even more. So I don't know if that answers the question or helps, but that's, mm -hmm. you know, what I want to do. <laughs> so, so yeah. So tell me, what is the challenge that you face in your business? What is that struggle? What's the uphill battle? What is that? Um, I'll be totally transparent up, uh, all through last year, it was clarifying the message. I know that, um, a lot of people in business struggle with that, where it's like, who's your ideal audience or your avatar and like clearly and concisely communicating what you do. And I wasn't necessarily all over the place, but I certainly couldn't 
pinpoint that one person. Um, and I feel like I've gotten to that point. And so my goal for this year is to focus on the marketing part of it. And I think marketing is one of the places where a lot of people, myself included, struggle because we don't know where to market, how to market. Um, the suggested methods aren't congruent with who we are um, or just doesn't feel like something we would do. And so, um, but I think that's the piece for me this year is, is how to promote myself without it being salesy and without it being um, so dang difficult. So, uh, you know, I'd say that's my biggest challenge is, is the marketing piece right now. Okay. So struggling with marketing and putting yourself out there. And so why is that a challenge for you? Um, probably because it's not me. Like I, I've thought about it a lot recently as I, as I've turned this corner, turned this page and, and I feel like the marketing piece isn't necessarily not marketing, sorry, the sales piece isn't, um, it's just not who I am. People think that because I come across as being extroverted and because I like having conversations that I'd be really good at sales. And I was like, no, no, I don't, <laughs> I don't like selling. Um, and so I think it's a, you know, it's a challenge to, to figure out how to put yourself out there in a way that, that, um, you know, I don't know that people get what you're trying to say or what you're trying to do. Um, what does maybe it feel? there's the fear me... of judgment or fear of being misunderstood or, you know, maybe the fears of like, for whatever reason, people thinking I don't know what I'm talking about, or I don't know. I think there's reasons for people to be afraid of, um, um, putting themselves out there. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna play a little bit, and okay. we're gonna go on a little journey. And I want okay. you to. Um, so what we're gonna do is I'm gonna have you close your eyes for a minute, okay. and I'm going to have you come into your body, and I want yep. you just to feel where you are. Just want yep. you to feel your body, All right? And I'm going to ask you some more questions, and this time, just for the sake of play. Um, we're not allowed to move our body at all. And we're gonna answer the questions and our body's gonna stay completely still. Mm. And, and we're gonna experience some things and just see what comes up. Okay. So we're getting ready to get into a sales conversation. What is that like? What comes up for you? <laughs> I was gonna say, first of all, this is gonna be a challenge because I'm super wiggly when I'm nervous <laughs> um, or jittery. Um, but what's interesting is it's almost as if I don't want to say nothing, but it's like I'm standing in front of a door. That door is the, you know, the opening to the marketing, but like I, I'm just standing in front of it. I don't know what's on the other side of it. I, I don't know if I want to step into it, but it's like, I feel blocked. Like there's maybe a door, maybe it's just a wall. <laughs> and what does that feel like in your body when you are facing that door? What's it feel like? physically? Um, that's what I, my association is kind of like a, a numbness or just like a, like an emptiness, but not in a bad way, just nothing. It's kind of like, I, I don't know how to step forward and I, and I don't know how to stay where I am. So I'm just kind of here, like, well, now what? Mm -hmm. So you tell know? me, tell me what you do and tell me, tell me what you do. Tell so me what, what you I do for what I, what yeah, I'm looking to, to, to market or sell. Yeah, tell me the offer. I want to hear it. <laughs> well, maybe that's part of it. I, I'm not 100% sure what the offer is. Um, so, you know, as I had mentioned in the introduction, I'm a space utilization specialist, and I work with people who want to love the space that they live or work in. And oftentimes, if, you know, I ask them the question, do you love your space? 
Um, it's a simple yes, and, and we're excited to talk about what they love about it. And if they don't love their space, then it's we talk about, well, what about it don't you like? And figuring out if there's ways to be able to move them forward in what they do want for their space. So, um, you know, as I'm, as I'm mentioning it, it's almost as if what you do for, for coaches or for people and helping them move through their body and through their thoughts, I help people do that with their space. Mm. And so, um, you know, once we determine what somebody wants for their space and what that could look like for moving them forward, we, we decide if we want to move forward. And so I have options, package options for working with people virtually. Um, if they're in the local area or an area I travel to, I can, I can work with them in person. So let me pause um, you. Let me, now, yep. let me, now let me pause you. You're doing great. <laughs> So how are you feeling right now, just in general with the interview and us talking and like, what's the kind of energy rolling through your body right now? Um, I kind of feel like I'm, I'm in that state of just, I'm here. I'm, I'm interested to participate and interested to see where this goes. Mm -hmm. um, I don't necessarily feel anxious or nervous. I'm just kind of going with whatever comes to mind in the moment. So we talk about, you can go ahead and open your eyes for a moment. So when I talk about sales and marketing and I talk about what we really want to do in this life, how does it feel when I'm talking to the people? Do you feel connected? Do you feel energized? Do you feel inspired? Does like, how does that moment feel when you're connecting with people in that space? Cause there's a struggle. Um. There's a struggle and I want, we need to identify what that struggle is. I think, so it's interesting. I mean, I think the, the connection with people is not where the challenge is. It's when it comes to actually talking about the product or the service and having them feel like they're being sold to. I think in this day and age, there's so many different programs and products and services and so many people out there um, promoting what they do that people don't know what which way to go or do you they believe just feel like everyone's service? trying to sell them something. Do you believe in what you do? I do. I do believe in what I do. I um I do you also believe you have value? Do you believe that you're valuable? I do. Yeah. I think that I think part of the roadblock that I have is that people think that what I do is a luxury expense. And so they're who, less who likely that? to invest in it. Who decides that? that? Who decides that? You or them? I have a feeling that that, well, them, that that's, that's kind of on the person who has the decision to make, but I feel like part of the challenge that I have and where I'm at now is that that was one of the objections that I was greeted with most frequently, and it didn't matter necessarily what I was charging. Um, it was always, oh, I can't afford that. And like I said, it could have been really inexpensive at the time or, or a premium offer, and people would just say, it's a luxury expense, like it's not something I can afford. But they know they need it and they know they want it. Like they, they want to How does it feel when space. people you know, say that to you? How does it feel when people say that to you? What? That it's a luxury expense? Mm -hmm. um, kind of frustrating, because it's, it's not, it's a necessity. I, our space, how we interact with our space is one of the most important things that we can do. The two are, one is health, the other is our space. And if our space isn't set up to help us feel good and positive um, about ourselves, it affects every other area of our life. And so, you know, I know that what I do is valuable. I know that what I do has changed many lives and wanting to be able to get in front of people um, to, to just continue to do that. And so what do you think you have to overcome in order to be able to relay that value to them 
so that you can walk away feeling empowered and inspired and they can feel inspired? Um, probably clearer messaging and marketing. <laughs> it's like this vicious cycle where it's like, you know, having to show them that the value is there and having to show them that it's not a, it's not a luxury, it's a necessity and, and to show them that, um, to share with them. It's not about showing them, but to share with them ways in which they can move themselves forward. So I want to ask you, because we all have a mission and a vision and we do things because we have a real um, excitement about it. Yeah. And I wonder, what is that reason for you? Why do you show up and want to share this with the world? What, what is that? The biggest reason is because I've been there. Um, it's one of those things that when I was looking at what was next for myself and, and going from the career that I had had into what was next, I looked at my strengths and my weaknesses and my journey. And I thought I didn't just survive all of the trials and tribulations in my life to say, what doesn't kill me makes me stronger. I survived it so that I could share it and hope that someday my journey could be someone else's survival guide. Like that's a quote that I read recently. And it's like, I just, I want to get out there to, to be a, um, a ray of light or a pillar of hope of what's possible and, and that people can overcome where they've been. They can reprogram themselves. And, and I do it through space. I, I do it through helping them set up their space to be um, a place that makes them feel rejuvenated, relaxed, refreshed, and all those things. It's, it's a reverse psychology approach. If you um, organize your space, your mind naturally follows and things just kind of fall into place. And so it's using my own personal journey, but just wanting to help people. I really, I do what I do because I want to help people. And if there was a way that I could live off of it and never have to charge for it, I would be so happy about that yeah. because it would be way easier. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a, you know, so here's the thing. And I see this a lot with entrepreneurs. We have this real passion and instead of it becoming inspired and all this stuff, it almost feels um, rushed really quick. Like I know you're a quick speaker and you know, and I love that. I am. Yeah. We're, we're quick thinkers. We're quick thinkers. We're quick talk, but we have to be able to relay that emotional side to our work for people because that's where the real sweet spot is. Yeah. And, I, and I've had many conversations with you. And so what I, what I, what I heard in the beginning of this is that, and we're not always conscious of this, but we go to the conversation knowing that there is this potential for rejection. There is this potential for frustration. And instead of us being able to relay our message of hope and purpose and excitement, it almost becomes rushed um, and more like I need to convince you. Yeah. Right. I really want to feel your message. And that's what I really want you to walk away with today because that's my sense I'm getting with you. Okay. You are so quick and so bright, and I've had many conversations, and I, know, and I, you know, and I know that. And sometimes we just have to really slow down, and I think we don't realize how much that shows up when we show up. Yeah. And because people don't really care in a lot of ways what we've experienced. I mean, they do, and there's a way right. that we can do it that we can make it um, experiential. So yeah. I want to play with this a little bit, and so. Well, and I think you know to. to you know, to that point that I think like that's where one of the challenges is, is that, you know, we start what we're doing based on some sort of an experience or a passion that we have for it. And in going through the courses that I've been taking or going through the build, business building process to have somebody say, nobody cares about your story. It's like, it kind of hurts a little, but it's not, no, it's not about it's, the story. It's no, about it's different. It's different. No, it's yeah. different than that. It is different yeah. than that. Cause people do, but not in a way that's like, let me tell you all the stuff, right? Like, <laughs> it, it, you know what I'm saying? Like more, yeah. it's like, we need to like slow down. We yeah. need to have the, you know, and part of that is 
uh, past experiences with rejection and frustration. And so we show up with, and we're not, we don't know that, right? Yeah. But uh, what I'm sensing is that that shows up with you because you have a lot of frustration and because there's been a lot of, I'll say rejection, it's not really rejection, but you know what I mean? That sense of like not getting where you want to go. Yeah. Right? And so we show up with that, right? And it's like, instead of you being able to just be like, man, I got this great thing. I'm really relaxed. I, you know, whether you take it or not, I don't really care. Right. So I want to ask you, that's the question. And, and whatever comes up in these sessions, I just kind of put it out there. Um, that's what I'm sensing. Yeah. But I want to ask you, how would it be different if you were able to show up and just be calm? You were able to just express it without that need to prove to me, to defend what you do and to just be like totally passionate. How would that be different? Um, I mean, I guess if it's more so about slowing down and breathing through it, um, I don't, I'm, I don't know. <laughs> mm -hmm. I think that, um, I do. I think I'm on the verge of just being very comfortable in my own skin as far as like the business skin goes and mm -hmm. not being attached to outcomes and just being willing to have conversations with people. I mean, at the end of the day, that's, what I enjoy the most, you know, I, I, of course, love what I do. And I like being able to make a difference in people's lives. But a lot of times, it's just the connection that comes from conversation. Yeah. And so you're on the verge, right? And so yeah. the verge is always one step ahead of us. The verge is always one step ahead. Why not today? Why can't we make a decision today that you're comfortable? You love what you do. You're passionate you're excited, mm -hmm. right? It's a different energy when I show up like this. Yeah. So what decision do you have to make today so that you can actually show up like that? Um, that's an interesting question. I kind of feel like it's just getting out there and talking about it. So let's do this. I, and so I want to, yep. So I want to slow it down again. Uh, cause you're like quick fire and I like that about you, but I want, I want you to take some time with that question because it's a deep question. And I want you to just see what it feels like intuitively. I know you're huge in intuitive thinking and yeah. feeling. And so, and I always ask people, in fact, I was working in my group the other day and someone was saying something and I go, do you believe what you just said? Do you really believe that? <laughs> <laughs> and he looked at me and he goes, no, I don't. Right. So yeah. I want to know what comes up intuitively and you can, you can take as long as you need to answer. Maybe it takes 10 seconds or 15 seconds, but I wonder what needs to be different for you today to make a decision that you need to be different to show up and what would that be um what so what would i have to do what decision would i have to make is that what the question is maybe decision maybe feeling maybe the way we show up i wonder what comes up for you in terms of what would need to be different so that you could just be authentic and your real self in these conversations i I kind of feel like I just, I just need to know where to show up. Um, and the reason that I say that is because when I, when I first, and it's kind of interesting, cause like I said, I've given this a lot of thought, as you know, I'm a very, <laughs> very analytical person and I overthink things. Um, but the reason that I was thinking about it is cause when I had originally started my business, I was going to 
it was kind of like, it was based off of motivational speakers that I had seen or, or events that I had been to where the person kind of shares what, not kind of, the person shares what they do to an audience and those who are interested in more can come forward and say, I'd love to hear more and, um, and or work with them, you know, on a, on a personal level. And so that kind of translated into my marketing style, which is, well, almost like if you build it, they will come. Like if I just put it all together and then put it here, um, or put it out there, whatever that there is, um, people would see it and they would naturally gravitate towards it. And um, that's not the way marketing works. <laughs> you actually have to do more legwork and you have to figure out more of the moving pieces and components. And so for me, it's about putting aside, kind of staying back here and waiting for people to find it and being willing to figure out what platform and in what way to move forward in, in sharing with people um, what I do and, and how what I do is of value and importance to them in their life. So I don't know if that answers the question, but that's what came to mind for me. Yeah, I still think uh, platform strategy is not the answer. I think it's about how we show up and I really do. And this is what's really coming through my spirit that we're held back because we're fearful of moving forward. We're fearful of fully stepping in because we don't fully believe in ourselves. Okay. We, feel, we fear rejection or we fear that they don't get the value of what I offer. These are Interesting. the things, those okay. are what, that's what comes up for me. Okay. So when I say that, how does that land for you? Like what comes up when I say those things? Um, that that's not where I'm at. Um, I did a lot of inner work um, back in 2006, and so I have a very strong inner game. I think the inner game that most coaches look to work with people on, limiting beliefs, fear of failure, fear of success, um, a lot of the things that people experience, I've already experienced and, and gotten right with, so to speak, and so my challenge is all exterior game. It's, it's the do you really believe that do you, do you really believe that strategy is holding you back for real? Absolutely. Yeah, so I you, actually do. I find that <laughs> I, I don't believe that. I don't believe that we just have a strategy issue because um, if I don't believe in myself and I don't believe that I can stand forward and share my message with full authenticity yep. and, and stand up, how will I relay that message? Because when I, when I listen to you, and I know you because I've talked to you before, it sounds repetitive, not repetitive, but like it's more, I'm not really feeling you. And I've had conversations with you where I felt interesting. Really, really okay. Cool. Yeah. Interesting. I'm not really sure what that is that you're picking up on. Um, it is for me, it is, it's all the strategy. It's the, it's the execution or it's the coming up with the strategy and the execution of it. That's where I am challenged right now. It's not about belief in myself. It's not about belief in the service or the value that I offer or even what I'm capable of or how I can motivate and empower other people. That's all. So why do you get why so why do you think there's a problem when you show up for the sales call? What what do you think that is? Um, because I don't like selling. I don't want somebody to feel like I'm forcing them or pushing them or prodding them to do something. It's more so I am more of the the laid back or not laid back, but if like if you the, never sell though, how will you ever make money in your business? Well, that's just it. I won't. So will, will, will the strategy make a difference if you don't have confidence in selling? Um, I think I have well, then maybe it's the confidence in selling. I think I have, I'm actually really, like I said, once I get somebody on a conversation or into a conversation, I'm fine being able to move forward. It's getting them into a conversation um, about their space that I struggle with. You're doing great. 
And <laughs> I, I know, I know this is intense for you and I know that I'm pushing your buttons a lot, but I just, I really want you to really, I, I'm telling you, I promise you, I really feel something big here for you today. And I, whether it's strategy, whether it's the way that you show up at the end of the day, I have to be able to lead people to understand my value. And I have to be able to sell myself if I will ever make money in my business. Yeah. And that's the crossover for a lot of entrepreneurs that yeah. if they believe it, you have to get me to believe it. You know what yeah. I mean? And I think that's that moving from here in your head to your heart to be able to express that. And I'm trying to figure out what that block is for you. Yeah. Because, well, you we know, it's interesting. That. It's interesting that you said it because that was one of the things that um, occurred to me recently was my experience in sales has always been retail sales. I, I worked in restaurant and retail pretty much my entire life. And um, other than the interview process of having to sell myself, I, that was, that was the only sales part that was required because working for a brand that's recognized by the consumer, they would, you know, want whatever the retail location was and they would go in. And so it wasn't until they got in that I was then responsible for educating, training and, and helping them make the decision about the purchase that they were about to make. And, and, um, and so I realized like, I don't, I don't have any experience in cold call selling or, um, you know, relationship selling or network marketing or like whatever there's so many different ways to think of it um because my experience was i just have to be here and when they're ready they'll come in and so i just i think it's interesting because to me i think that that's translated into how i view selling which is once you build a brand that somebody recognizes mm -hmm. and they want that they'll just come in and buy and so that, that kind of ties in with my thought process of the motivational speaker who just goes out there and says, you know, here's how I motivate people and people can move forward with them if they want to. So, and, and like I said, I don't know if that helps or, or answers any questions. Um, but yeah, I think that's my, my resistance is that I don't like, I don't like selling like a cold call selling. Um, and so it's very, um, out of alignment with who I am and, and to know that that's what could make or break somebody in being successful in business is like, ugh. I might not succeed because I don't like to sell. <laughs> you know, when I, and I do understand that. And at some point we have to get to the point of I'm really valuable and I need to sell this because this is valuable. I will never change lives if I don't walk people through that step. Yeah. And so when you talk about strategy and you talk about getting people in front of you, it's not going to matter, right? right? You have to get over this you have to get over this thing, right? Because you have to be able to say, Kevin, I have this amazing thing I want to share with you and whether or not it's right for you, that's okay. Right. But yeah. just because you say something doesn't mean that's the way we really feel about it. Right. And so I think perhaps, you know, maybe that's the stuff that comes across in that sales opportunity. And maybe that's the space where, and I don't know if it's a, it's a belief in you or if it's a belief in the customer or belief in the mindset about the money issue and selling. But if that was gone, if that was gone from your life, how would it be different for you? Um, if I, I mean, I guess if I understood the question or the direction that it was going, I know like I've seen people post in some of the, the Facebook groups, if money wasn't an object, what would you do? Mm -hmm. um, or would you still do what you do? And I was like, yes, I would do it in a heartbeat. I, I don't, 
and this might be where the challenge is, I don't really want people to have to pay for it. I want it to be available to them. I want them to be able to have the information and to be, and to have the resources and the tools without having to spend thousands of dollars on it. Um, so that's a real problem, right? Like, well, yeah, yeah. And I think that's part of, you know, the first few years that I was in business, I'm a perfect example of a 501c3. I know. <laughs> if I could do it for yeah. free, I would. I know. So. And this is, this is really a tough thing for business owners, but we do have to make that decision, honestly, because it's like people who come to me and they say they want to lose weight, right? It's like, okay, so what are we willing to do? Well, yeah. not nothing, you know, right? Right. right. And in this situation, it's, it's great. I think it's wonderful that you want to offer it for free, but if you really want to make this a business, yeah. so what do you have to do then in order to be able to make this a business and to really make the money that you want to make with it and the money that you deserve to make with this and to be able to change people's lives with this amazing work that you do? You know, that's, a, you know, it's interesting that you asked that question because that was another, that was a realization from something that I had attended or done last year is that, you know, we think that we need to, well, that's not that we think, like we need to be of service. Um, but somebody pointed out that being of service to others and helping others doesn't always mean it has to be free. And I think that that was a big realization from the business perspective is that a business does need to, to charge for its services. It needs to know what its value is um, and to be able to, um, you know, show the showcase the value of what, you know, somebody is getting when they work with you. And so I think like, that's the biggest hurdle is that to keep going back to saying being of service and, and not charging for it and being able to be of service and charge for it. Um, it's kind of like, you know, it's like sitting on the fence and saying, well, I could keep going forward and maybe it's a hobby and I just do it for free forever, but then I have to do something else because everybody does need an income, um, or it's a business and I enjoy doing this and there's a lot of value in what I do and being able to charge accordingly and, and move forward with it. So I do, I think it's just about, if it's a business, it needs to be structured and run like a business, which includes sales and marketing and, mm -hmm. and being able to, to showcase the value that someone is investing in. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's just staying on that side of the fence. <laughs> yeah, and so there's two conflicting decisions, right? Like one is yeah. like, oh, I wanna give it for free. Oh, I wanna do it, right? And so it's like, we're at this moment of truth for you. Today we came here to really make and to bring something to the table for you to really, to really look at. And a lot of times, and in almost all cases I've worked with people, there are never huge shifts. There's never that I have to go out and learn a whole bunch of new things. I really believe that we mostly have the skill set, especially, you know, if we've been in business for a while, especially if we're really passionate like you. So we have two conflicting viewpoints here. One is I want to give it away. And I, you know, I love my work that much that I'm willing to do it for free. And then there's this other big one that says, you know what? I'm tired of struggling. I'm tired of, you know, making, I, you know what I mean? And it's like, I need to make a decision on one of these things. Yeah. So what, like, what do we have to do so that you can fully step into your greatness? And like, you're here today. We've talked, you're here today because you're ready to make a decision. You've done the work. You've worked on this personal development stuff. You know what it feels like. You know the stuff. <coughs> you know how to help people. You know how to help yourself. You know the work that you need to work on. But you have these two things that you have to make a decision on. What is that decision for yourself today? Um, I mean, it feels like the decision is whether or not to keep doing it. Like to, to offer it as a business or to offer it as a hobby, you know, to do it for fun in whatever that might look like. Um, but, you're, but you're amazing and you have a wonderful business. 
right? And so what, what, what does that mean? Does that mean I'm running from the fact that I have to face this or, right? I do. Well, you know, it's interesting because what came up for me when you asked that, when you initially asked the question of like, what's the one thing that you have to do? I was kind of laughing inside thinking, I want to find, and I know you mentioned this before, is like, you don't think it's the strategy, but I want to find the right strategy because I feel like if I had the strategy and it still didn't work, I would know it's not the strategy. But since that's what I believe it is, is not having the platform on which to promote what it is that I do. I believe you. Where I, that is. Then. I, I just, I just, I know, but I just, I really believe that's putting it on the external and I know how powerful you are. And you know, the one thing I know from all of our conversations is that you're a doer. You get right. things done. You know, how, you're a resource type of person. Like yep. answers for you, you'll find them. <laughs> and it's what you do. You see what I'm saying? And that's why, yeah, sometimes strategy might, maybe I need a little bit of tweaks on my sales stuff, whatever. I don't think that's you. I think it's a decision. I think it's an internal decision that says, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it fearlessly. I'm going to do it courageously. And I'm going to make a damn decision that I'm valuable, I'm worthwhile, and I'm going to start understanding that. And I'm going to start <laughs> relaying that message to people so that they know. Yeah. That's yeah. my call. That's my call to action to you. I want, so I want to know what you need to do. What's the first thing you need to do internally? It's not, you're not going to find it out here. It's so funny. I, there, I would love it if there was some sort of spiritual guidance or divine inspiration that was leading you to know what that was. I would love to know what it is because like I said, I have, I worked on my inner game 2006 to, you know, it didn't take 10 years necessarily, but um, I don't actually even know how long it took because it was just, you know, gradual steps, but my self-worth isn't tied to what I make. Um, Cause if that were the case, I would probably be one of the most depressed people you've ever met. Um, I found my ultimate goal in life was to find true happiness. And I did, and it wasn't attached to an external relationship or an external career or a hobby or anything. It was, and all that's really how great. I think about myself. Absolutely. And I, and I believe that I, I really do. Um, oh, yeah. but, but we still have a struggle that we're facing and we're st we still have a real thing that we're playing with here that really has to have attention. So it doesn't really matter all of those things because you're wonderful. And I know that, <laughs> but I, I want to stay focused on this issue because I think this is a, like, cause I think if you do, if you really own this and, and, and I always tell everyone, it's not, not the strategy. I don't care what you say. I'm going to be bold about it. It's a, it's a decision. It's a mindset because when I'm excited, it's like I have a five-year-old, a 13-year-old and a four-year-old. And when they are excited about something, they scream it from the rooftops. They come to me and say, daddy, 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 I want to tell you all about this. Blah, 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 blah. Right. And, and they don't even care. Right. And so it's like, it's that kind of mentality that we have to get into. Right. In my work, I just tell everybody about it because I love it. I want yeah. them to be a part of it. That's what I'm saying. And so, yeah. it, so I asked you, what is it that you need to do so that you can overcome and build your business? And you said, well, maybe it's not a viable business, but I don't believe that. <laughs> okay. I think, yeah. you have, I think you have a great business and I think there's a lot more to the business than just let me help you organize your life, right? Like there's much more to that. Oh yeah, absolutely. So let's recap real quick. We've talked about yep. a lot and you're doing so great and you're on the hot seat and you've done so good and you've let me push <laughs> a lot of your buttons and I, you, you, you're so good and our spirits are totally, you know, rallying and I love it. 
that's why I, I typically work with high energy type A people like you and me all the time. And I love yeah. it. It's just a lot of fun. Yeah. But you're doing really great. And it's, it's for a good reason because I really believe in you and I really believe in what you're doing. So I want to just recap. What are some of the big kind of things that are sticking out to you from this conversation? Um, I, I'm curious to, to maybe do some more internalization to see if there is something there that, that I maybe don't have in check or, or haven't worked on. Um, I'm pretty sure that that's not the case, just as confident as you are that it is. I'm, I'm equally confident that it's not. <laughs> um, but that's not to say, I mean, I am human, so I do experience the feelings and emotions that most people experience, even though I have gotten very dialed in in my own life. Um, and that, you know, one of the things that sticks out that you said is like making the decision. I have to figure, I don't, I don't know what that decision is, but I do know that, you know, the, the decide, declare, do, that's been a very powerful thing in moving me forward last year was, you know, making a decision about something and then figuring out how to do it and then, or declaring that I was going to do it and then doing it. And so if the decision is just simply to say, I am going to do this, you know, I'm going to keep doing my business and I'm going to keep taking steps forward because I know how important it is in changing other people's lives, you know, that's the decision. Keep doing your business, declaring it by stating here or where, whatever platform is appropriate to say, I'm doing this because you need it. And so how will you it. get over, so how will you get over the sales process then? I mean, how, how, what will you need to do to, to overcome that mindset about that? I don't, you know what? It's interesting. I don't think it's, I think it's other people in my head about the fact that you have to have it. You have to have a sales funnel or a sales cycle or, or this or that. And I'm like, I, Nothing that I do is is typical to what the average person but does. But when they show up, and like, I don't care about any of that. We we can have a million strategies of how we do it, right? You say you speak, and then you bring. People no, but that's through. what I'm saying. I don't think that there. I don't think that there needs to be a sales strategy. I think it's just about finding places to have conversation. I don't think that sales happen from selling to people. I think that sales happens from having conversation. Great. And so you have to conversation. That's right. It. But you have to be able to take those conversations and turn them into clients. Right. So if it's, if it's appropriate, yeah, because not everyone's the ideal client. Not everyone is a, you know, every single conversation isn't going to end in, in closing it into becoming an ideal client, but it is about having those conversations to figure it out. But like I said, if I'm on a conversation, if I'm having a conversation with someone and I feel like they do need the services that I offer, um, I have absolutely no problem sharing with them the solutions that I have. Mm -hmm. um, and how does that work? And, and so how does that work for you? Like if you think about how many people you talk to in terms of um, customers, right? So we have to have a certain amount of um, like a closing ratio of how many people we talk to, how many people we actually turn into customers. Yeah. How does that work for you? Do you feel happy with your conversion? If I can, if I can have the conversations, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think in my, um, I mean, I want to say that it's at least 50 to 75% of the conversation. If I'm having a conversation with someone and um, they reach out to me because they need help with their space, mm -hmm. if they show the level of urgency and the interest in moving forward, I'm able to move forward with every single one of them. But there are there is criteria for moving forward because mm -hmm. the services aren't for everyone. Um, even if they needed them, they need to be in a position to receive them just like you would with, you know, with coaching or anything else. The person has to want the change. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't try to move somebody into um, closing, so to speak, if I didn't think that the services were right for where they are right now. Mm -hmm. um, but I have, like I said, it's not, so what's interesting is like, if you think about like, I, like, you know, I have this product and this service and this is the person getting the end result. 
this piece right here is what's missing. It's the getting into conversation with people mm -hmm. that's missing. Because once I get into conversation and help see where they can go, I'm able to help move them mm -hmm. forward. But it's that piece in the beginning. And, you know, like I said, it kind of goes back to my analogy of the retail store. I didn't have to get customers in the store. I just had to help them once they were there. And in my mm -hmm. business, it's the exact same thing. I'm stuck in how to get people into conversation or into my store so that I can then educate and train them. And, and so where did you get the other clients that came to you that you've closed at 50 to 70% ratio? Like where, where did you get those customers? Um, I mean, I'm, I'm listed with home advisor. And so most of the, the leads that came through to me in the last few years have been through um, lead generation platforms. Um, I appreciate those, but to me, it's not organic. It's, you know, makes it easier because they're obviously looking for something, but even still, um, if I could get them on the phone, I was able to convert about half of them to, to clients. The ones that I wasn't able to convert are the ones who said that money was a factor for them. Mm -hmm. um, and so either that was my inability to, to share, show all the value or they came into the conversation with a preconceived notion that they weren't willing to spend more than a certain amount for the services that were being offered. So. Um, but yeah, but my, I mean, there was a year, I want to say 2018, I think it was, um, I was actually hundred percent, but I had six conversations and I, and all six of them became clients of mine and, and I worked with them, you know, so that's, that's not the closing. That's the issue. Um, it's the getting in front of them and getting them into a conversation or, you know, finding out if they're ready to move forward. That's been the challenge, which sounds like strategy to me, but maybe not. Well, it's interesting because in the earlier part of this, you said that you have trouble with uh, sales and then you said you had a 50 to 70% closing rate. So I, I guess I, I lost you in terms of what the problem is then. Getting in front of people. Mm -hmm. So the selling to me, the sell the, to, to me, the sales part is getting in front of the person to have the conversation. It's not having the conversation and closing the conversation. It's, how to get in front of the ideal person or to get in front of people um, is the challenge that I have. And that, cause that to me is the sell. That to me is the sale where it's like, if you're posting something on Facebook, Hey, I have a workshop or, you know, I have this great product or service. Would you like to be more organized or, you know, life is a mess. Your space doesn't have to be, you know, all of the things that I've done organically to promote my services has rarely resulted in a conversation. That's, mm -hmm. that to me is the, the, the selling part of it is trying to get them into a conversation. Um, so that's where I think I struggle is it doesn't feel like, and this is a story I sometimes tell myself, it doesn't feel like the efforts that I put forward result in conversations. Um, they do occasionally, but not, you know, not very often. So that's, like I said, I think it's the, the marketing to the sale, the strategy that I, that I'm struggling okay. with. So, yeah, so, so selling yourself and selling the services is the problem and you believe in yourself. So the, the three things I'm pulling from this is number one, you could do this for free. You love it. You have a hard time charging people and the sales process is challenging for you, but when they get to you, you can handle it Yeah, and, and then you can move people to that point. So how different would it be? if that thought wasn't there in the first place and do you think that could be what's holding you back from getting customers to walk through your door the what thought process the that it's a challenge to get customers that it's a challenge to do sales and marketing that it's a challenge for me to be able to sell my services right because once they're there like if i just give you a client you do really well right and we all have that we have about 10 or 
maybe 15% of referrals and that usually works. But at a certain point, we have to be able to get our own clients. We have to be able to show up. Do you think that could be slowing down your process to attracting people into it? I think so. I mean, yeah, it's like if you're saying no one, um, not saying no one, but I'm trying to think of like, you know, oh, no one's responding to my messaging strategy or no one's, no one doesn't have to say strategy, but no one, you know, like I'm not getting engagement or interaction. That means that, that no one's interested in what I have to say. Yeah. If I were to say that that's not true, like, yes, it is making, like, even just the little bits, like you have to build the no like trust factor. Like you have to be a value, even in the content that you're sharing to, to get into the conversation and to, and instead of saying nothing's working, if I were to say, oh, well, this did work because I got this phone call or I got this reaction or I got that, or maybe just not think about that piece at all. I think it would yeah. be a huge piece of the puzzle is just to say, stop being attached to the outcome and just enjoy doing what you're doing. <laughs> That's brilliant. What you just said. <laughs> That's brilliant. And yeah. you know, you're not the only one that suffers with that, right? Because we show up and we go like, oh, they probably won't think I'm good or, oh, they might think I'm an imposter or they may not think I'm valuable. Right. But it's like, imagine if you took that away yeah, and you just shared yourself with your greatness and your wonderful work that you do. And you yeah. just, right. Yeah. Hmm. It's, you know, it's interesting because what, what just came to mind for me is like, and this might be a weird realization, but letting go of other people's preconceived notions, mm. they're going into conversation with a preconceived notion i mean especially what i do is conjecture anyway but like they're going in they're looking at what i'm sharing with a preconceived notion and i have to let go of that and decide that people have their opinions people have their own fears and their own worries and they're going into it thinking all of this i don't need to think those things for them they're already thinking them um and so just being able to you know, staying unattached to the outcome, if that makes sense. How would that make it different for you? So there's some internal work, like how would that be different if you just said, I'm here, I'm going to share this with you, whether or not you care or not, like how would that be different for you? I think it's, you know, it's, it's, um, that's like sort of what I've been doing as early as today is like, just keep going forward and doing what you're doing. And the people who are interested will, watch and participate and the people who aren't won't and that's okay because that's just the way it works so yeah there's something about like when i show up and i go you know what i'm gonna put all this stuff out here and if you like it that's awesome and if you don't i don't care and really feeling that and really doing that and really saying like doesn't matter boop doesn't matter boop i'm doing it right and there's like oh there's this freedom and i want you to have that freedom and i want all of our listeners to have that freedom and i want to continue to work to have that freedom because you know really the truth is we live in a very oppressive world and we live in a very negative world and we're trying to shine our light and our abundance and our love and you know we need to be vulnerable and open and if we're going to change the world we have to be able to stay there and yeah i think that would be wonderful for you i really honestly think if you made that decision today i think that you would stop fearing the sales process i think you would stop fearing what you look like when you show up and you would just say hey when you're ready i'm here for you i got some amazing i got an amazing business and i want to help you right yeah. and it's di- and it's different right it's like yeah even your spirit right now is like so much lighter after you said that like there's a yeah. there's a a, a very visible difference in your spirit 
Yeah, I can, I can actually sense it because it was, it was the letting go of being told that I have to have a sales cycle. I don't, no. I don't believe in negative marketing. I don't believe in having to have a sales Sorry. cycle. I mean, there people probably interpret those words differently as, as yep. we had when we, you know, we're first starting, but like, I think, I know that there's a way to do what I do, um, focusing on the positive. Um, positive intention, positive outcome, you know, like instead of saying, is your, is your space cluttered and you are overwhelmed with what to do about it, hitting on pain points, I'd rather say, do you want to love the space you live or work in? Um, that's a positive marketing message. It's, it's about loving it. And so I just, I need to keep, I need to be able to stand my own ground in knowing what is in alignment with me and what I do. And like I said, there's so many people, like people said, we have to have a sales cycle. We have to have a sales funnel. You have to have this, you have to have that. And it's right. like, every time somebody says that, I sink a little bit where it's like, I don't want to. Right. Boy, I, I know. And, because... <laughs> and letting that go feels great. Like, no, people will grab it. They will find me on any one of the social media platforms. I'll continue to fine tune my message and get it out there. And I'll just continue to share what I do. And the people who want it will gravitate towards it and the ones who don't will find someone else because right. there's plenty of people out there <laughs> there is and I really believe that and you know in all my businesses I've never done paid advertising I've always done you know word of mouth and it's because of you know we show up and we say hey yeah. I have something really great here and that's a big I think that's a really big um I think that's a really big thought that came out for you today do you agree yeah yeah, there's lots of people searching for what I do. I just need to make sure that I'm present in the ways in which they're searching for it. Yeah. Um, but that I don't feel like that requires me to have to be doing ad, like paid ads or nope. you know any lead generation, like any right. of that sort of stuff. I think it's just about being able to have a place where people can find me and just continue to share what I do from that place of love and light where it's like, yeah. you know, I did a post this morning where I was like, all right, we're doing this. like. Yeah. Come join me because this yep. is what's happening right now and and having a platform to share stuff where people don't have to pay for it yep. um, and then having an option for those who want to move forward yeah. to be able to move forward. That's pretty much what it's about. So. I yeah. think the more you can get into that realness and that vulnerability and that soft spot of like, you know, and I, and I feel the same way. I hate that sales marketing process. Like every time someone comes, it's like, Ooh, what are they going to sell me? Right. It's yeah. like, it's just like, I, I just, that's, it's never, and you know, because we're, you know, kind of like that energetic kind of um, intuitive um, coaching coaches, right? Like we feel everything. Um, yeah. And so it does, and it has to feel right, but yeah. Wow. So I really would love to hear you say today that, um, you know, your business is important, you're valuable and you're going to do it and you're going to be successful and you're going to show up and you're going to, you're going to share your love and life. <laughs> Do I have to repeat all of that? Because I don't know if I remember. All of it. <laughs> yeah, okay. Repeat after me. This is kind of like wedding vows. You know? wedding where it's like, please repeat after me. Yeah, yeah, totally. But no, I do. I really, you know, I. I really do believe in what I do and what I have to offer. Um, and, and I know that, that there are people that it's right for. And those are the people that I'm looking to attract and just letting go of people's preconceived notions, letting go of other people's objectives and objectives and outcomes. And, um, just focusing on my zone of genius, which is helping people transform their space to change their life. Um, the people whose lives are ready to be changed will reach out. That's right. They will. And you are very powerful and I'm, I'm very excited for you. Um, you did really well today. Um, 
that was very fun. We rot, we, uh, we rallied a little bit, our spirits, you know, got to, you know, but I think that's what it takes sometimes to get some insights, right? Like we have to shake things up a little bit and wherever it goes, it goes, right? It's like, yeah. it's not about right or wrong, but yeah. um, do you feel like today was valuable for you? I do. Like I said, I think, you know, one of the reasons that I wanted to participate in it is because I think as a, as a coach or a colleague or a cohort, whatever somebody wants to call it, like, it's important to go through the experience ourselves because if we're only ever coaching or, you know, guiding people, but not actually being guided, it's very one-sided. And so, um, you know, but I'm always interested to see where it goes because there could be inner work to do, or it could be, affirmation that it's the external work that needs to be done and so um yeah but i do i find all conversations helpful there i think if you go into a conversation looking for the nugget of wisdom um then there's always something to be gained from any conversation um and it's interesting because there's i could honestly say there was a time that i would have been like no i don't i don't want to i don't want to do coach like i don't want to be coached because I felt like they were always going to focus on the inner game or like they were trying to get from me something. And, and I let go of that in order to, to do this and just say, just have fun with it. Just see where it goes, answer the questions authentically and genuinely. And really, you know, if it's an internal question, dive deep and see if there's anything still there. So, um, so I did, I found it, I found it helpful. And even noticing the energy shift of like letting go of other people's demands. <laughs> seems to have been very helpful so we'll see which what happens good, which it. is good because we show up like that right it's like i yeah. remember like people would show up and they're like, tell me what you do and tell me all about you and tell me what you're worth and it's like Ugh. yeah i'm not Ugh. i don't know right and so <laughs> yeah. it is i think it's a very big thing and it and that was my point with this whole thing that it's always an internal thing it doesn't mean it have to be some massive you know problem yeah. but it's always our mindset the way that we approach other people and the way that yeah. they think about us or the way that we think about other people. And yeah. I think you're, I think that shift today, if you really decide that you're going to just, you're going to show up so much differently and so much lighter and so much more being able to just spread your word without having all of that, you know, tension behind it. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. That's pretty yeah. cool. That's pretty awesome. cool. Well, I, uh, I really, I really appreciate you playing today. It was really sure. fun. And uh, yeah. So We'll end on that note. Well, thank you. It was, it was a pleasure to be here and thanks for, for walking me through the, the um, coaching that you do and, and seeing what's there. So I appreciate it. Thank you. You're very welcome. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for tuning in today. If you'd like to follow me and learn more about Core Coaching Academy and how we can support you, check us out at core-coachingacademy.com where you can find out more about our programs, community events, and you can join our free Facebook community. Until next time, always remember, dream, believe, and create your life and never give up.